Welcome to Garage A Trois. Thanks for listening. <laughs> What was that splooshing sound? <laughs> I was taking a sip of water. Go. <laughs> Doing this from the toilet? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, just wet my whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get ready. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Yeah. The fact that I can't even say that might disqualify me from participating in a podcast. <laughs> Sibless. <laughs> Sibless. Can we take a moment to appreciate? What a star Tom Hanks is when he is on Saturday Night Live. Yes. That man is a a living legend, first of all. But second of all, I feel like his performances, what is he, David S. Pumpkins? Is that right? Yes. That still cracks me up. That could have been. Do they? Yeah. That could have been such a piece of shit. And it's like a fucking classic now. If you take (laughs) Halloween into Giphy, he's like the first seven results of like Bobby Moynihan yes oh my gosh hilarious shout out to Tom Hanks and Chet Hanks <clears throat> while we're at it his weird little son oh my god he is weird the Jamaican accent thing did you hear about that he got blown up yes will you tell the like, people what, what happened is- yeah tell, tell the people what happened he's on all of our social media doing this I don't there's a specific name for it but it's a Jamaican accent but he's just um trying to imitate it and doing all his his podcast or his not his podcast that's what we're doing his social media <laughs> posts social media posts um in this accent and people are like what are you doing like why <laughs> it's called a patois I, thank I you yeah yes. um and i had never heard it i had only ever heard the term patois uh in reference to people's accent like a cajun accent where it's like a mix of french and english um, and so I had assumed that that's all that it referred to, but I think that it just means like a, like a unique um, accent or dialect. So yeah, he's doing like Jamaican, which of course is horribly appropriative of the culture, but also most of the people in Jamaican are black. And so obviously one Chet Hanks is quite white. The whole thing is just like <laughs> levels and levels and levels of inappropriate. Um, I think you and I might know the same person. I want to say that Chet, like for a very brief time, attended either like Loyola Marymount or USC. Is this ringing any bells for you? We knew someone. (laughs) Who was partying with him? No, who had a class with him. And they said that he would like show up like once a month. And I oh, feel like Lord. it was always something weird where he was like Mr. Iced Coffee Man or like something just, you know, like sort of cliche. Um, and at the time he was like a DJ. I don't know if he was gainfully oh, employed Lord. at this point either. But yeah, Chet Hanks is a handful. He, he's no Colin <laughs> Hanks, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, he's more spicy. He's just, yeah, he's the spicy Colin Hanks. I feel like Colin Hanks is a little, a little uptight. I heard him on a podcast once, and he's one of those people in Hollywood who, like, uses a lot of lingo and was, like, kind of, like, mm. insider baseball, like, takes himself sort of seriously. And I was like, oh, that's too bad, because you're yeah. kind of only in the business because you have your father's face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Go do a bosom buddy revival. Re- remake, yeah. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> So tell your brother to act right. 
Yeah, tell them to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, probably the earliest COVID celebrities to slash admit that they had COVID. I remember this. And I was like, if Tom Hanks dies, my God. Oh, that never even occurred to me. But remember, weren't they like in Australia when it happened? Yes. Yeah. They were traveling. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. That was a close one. Yeah. Phew. Phew. (laughs) (laughs) When I write down my list of gratitude uh, coming to the end of this year, I'm going to write down that I'm grateful that Tom and Rita made it out early and easily. Not easily, but survived. Yes. Marie, this is our last podcast episode of the year. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, people. I feel like we got a lot of pressure riding on old 2021 that it certainly didn't ask for. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> this, like, when people celebrate the end of 2020, they're, they're really going to be like, 2021 is going to be our year. <laughs> everyone. It can't not be. Yeah, everyone. everyone. It's just like, it's going to be so much better. And I'm like, oh man, I hate to I hate to give you the bad news about the fact that time is a flat circle. Um, I know. Well, it is a multiple of seven. And for a lot of people, seven is a lucky number. I always love the number 21. I don't actually know why. I don't know where that came from. Um, but I always felt like 21 was sort of a special number. So if we're going to get yeah. Yeah, freaky about it. I agree with that. Um, I have to interrupt this podcast for a hot second, which is I'm sitting in my office that looks out on my backyard. And I have a little vision board up in the window. And Ooh. some strange thing just popped up above the vision board and scared the shit out of me. Um, but it's my niece and she has her hair in a like a top knot bun. So all I can see was this bun. And we have a do you know what a live trap is? Oh, sure. <clears throat> yeah. So we had to get a live trap because there's some animal that is living under the house. Um oh, no. it's a raccoon or a possum. It had like shoved aside this little metal grate to get under the house. And the very first night that we had the live trap set. We caught a possum, and Marie, it was the biggest possum that I have ever seen in my life. We thought it was a raccoon, because it was, like, sort of curled up into a little ball. Not a little ball, a big ball. And we're like, no way, that's not a possum. That's got to be a raccoon. Look how big it is. It's probably probably 30 pounds. Like, it's huge. And luckily, I hired you to do this. Oh, thank you. Oh, hi, pest control. And the very nice gentleman, Gordon, came out and got it. And, of course, had to show it to me because he was very proud of it. And it was like, I don't know what to compare it to. It was probably 30 pounds. His head was like the the size of like a. That's a small baby. Yeah. A large baby. No, a large child. It's a toddler. It's like toddler size. It's like like the size of your dog. No, your dog's much bigger. Um, Oh, my. Oh, no. I don't do well with. Yeah. Well, but here's here's some nice information. After he came and reset it, because we weren't sure how many fucking things are under there, Oof. I like got up the courage and was like, "What do you do with them? You don't kill them, do you?" <laughs> and he was like, "Well, we're supposed to because technically they are disease vectors. So like, if they were gonna Ooh, go drop yeah. it off somewhere and it had rabies and they just dropped off rabies somewhere else, 
Um, <laughs> but, and I hope I don't get them in trouble for this. He said they don't because the, the owner of the company doesn't believe in that. So we live trapped it. And then they like took it to a farm upstate, allegedly. Or he didn't have like, that's the guts to tell me. Allegedly. He said there's, the county requires that they drown it. Oh, what? 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 I, no. I have seen the prestige and I will tell you. Drowning is no way to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Anyway, I just I saw my niece's bun, and I know what it was, and it scared me deeply. But it was attached to her head. Thank God. So we're good. We're all safe here, Marie. <laughs> good to know. Not just some random hair floating around because that's been known to happen. Oh man. Um. I would love to talk about any New Year's traditions you have. You said that you usually have a party. We usually have a party. No party. No bueno. No fiesta. Um, just us. Uh, me and Harry and the girls. Maya is back home. But yeah, we'll just keep it quiet. I just picture tons of appetizers oh, and just grazing yeah. in the evening and some special drinks and that'll be it tell me about the special drink tell me about the apps i need i need a vision i mean it's like <laughs> caviar but i don't even know where to get caviar like i'm like whole foods maybe that'd be my first guess. i actually don't know i don't know the answer to that I've, other than like on the internet <laughs> yeah i was like it might be too late to order mm-hmm. caviar but mm-hmm. maybe like a fancy like wine shop maybe or like a cheese shop like a uh, a cheesemonger or something so I don't know I'm gonna be trying to be on the hunt for some caviar but every time I see caviar like on a menu it's like with sour cream or creme fraiche which is fancy just fancy sour cream <laughs> and some chives and some potato chips and you're like this is what people eat caviar with potato chips it's, but it's yeah it's a thing. It's like the honey and the low. Yeah. Or yeah. caviar is so expensive that after you buy it, the only thing you can afford to buy is potato chips. <laughs> <It's> potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> you will probably already have it in your cabinet. <laughs> and if you don't, your pantry. eat it plain. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I actually yeah. love caviar. I love roe. I remember Sarah Palin at one time. I think she probably tweeted it. Remember Sarah Palin? Um, yes. And she was like... All of us fisher people up here in Alaska laugh at you assholes who pay so much money for fish eggs. We just pull them right out of the fish. And it was just like, I'll have to find the tweet. We can post it in the show notes. And I just remember being like, wow, there is like no level of pettiness that she isn't willing to stoop to. Like she's ready to just make fun <laughs> of people who are buying Fishing? Sorry, Fishing. Know, that was like so repulsive to small town Alaska. I apologize for for purchasing your goods yeah. and services. I don't know, but yeah, I I love it. I love it on sushi when it's all kind of crunchy. Yeah, nom, 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 nom. or on potato chips, yeah, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Any other kind of apps that you guys absolutely love? Um, I am a, a fan, and I think you brought this back into my life. Um, the cream cheese with the pepper jelly. Marie, we ate that yesterday. 
Oh, I'm looking forward to that. It's so good. The creamy with the spicy, with the sweet, with the yeah. cracker. Oh, I will have to yeah. get you some. Good mix. Um, there is a company, I want to say it's called Ojai Valley Food Company, and they sell it at the Westridge Markets in Ojai, and they have an ancho chile jelly. Oh. What? It's really good. So the jalapeno is like, you know, kind of like high, almost sort of like right on the edge of sour. And the ancho chili is like okay. uh, the way that it's it's cooked is like, it's like way darker. You can't even see mm. through it. It's almost more like a jam. Um, and it's got like yeah. a way like kind of lower note, like smoky flavor. I'll get you some. It's really good. You're speaking my language. Yeah. Oh, I love talking about food. It's almost as fun as eating food. Yeah. yeah. Really and is. then do you guys do anything with um New Year's resolutions? Uh yeah, I'm trying to just Harry and I talked about it like overall health. I don't know. One of my resolutions a few years back and I've stuck <gasps> with it for probably three years now was flossing my yes, teeth. Every I remember day. that about you. I remember <laughs> that. You also have beautiful chompers. Well, thank yeah. you. And now I know why, because you just, you floss like a motherfucker. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess health, health. seems health to be, so that was oral health. <laughs> now it's like overall health, mental health, drinking less booze. I'm really going to try like special occasions only kind of oh thing. So like, I'm looking forward to New Year's. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> that was amazing. I'm like, wow, the discipline, and then you're like, I'm looking forward. Now, like one more day. Um, are you are you willing to explore this topic a little bit? Is it is it sensitive? Is it you feel fine no, about it? Not sensitive. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, I work in the alcohol industry now, and um, I will share with you. It's been a huge challenge to. Um, both sell a product that people choose to either imbibe responsibly or abuse. Um, I used to, in right. my, at the beginning of my career, I worked in the fast food industry and I sort of felt the same way about it at a certain point. Um, I don't know if right. you've ever seen the movie, Thank You for Smoking. Um, yes. And I, it was like alcohol, tobacco, firearms. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. um, I remember just feeling feeling very caught by that film but um I met a woman at a conference this is right before COVID literally the weekend before the shutdown in March I spoke at a conference up in Oregon and I was in line at the airport with a lady named Kathy I think she pronounces her last name Hugh um I it's like H-U-Y-G-H-E and she and her friend have a newsletter called A Balanced Glass and it's about professionals in the food and beverage industry who are seeking to kind of reconcile their relationship with alcohol. And it's an amazing newsletter, but it really kind of attuned me to um, kind of being more aware of like how much I was drinking and whether I needed to and um, sort of paying attention to my relationship with alcohol. So I'd actually love for you to talk about that a little bit because I really kind of haven't talked about this with anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I think the pandemic definitely, and I've like talked to my other friends and people are like, yeah, I'm like home all day. I'm having a glass of wine every night or yeah, just like 
put a little Bailey's in my coffee in the morning. It's like, okay, <laughs> take it down a notch. Um, so Harry and I were really talking about this. Like we really have to, for ourselves, for our mental health, because alcohol is a depressant. Yeah. And if you're already down in yeah. the dumps, it's not going to lift you up. It might feel good for, for a little bit, but you know, you definitely have that crash again, yeah. or, you know, that feeling of, okay, now what? <clears throat> That numbing, you know, that yeah. people describe. Yeah, you know, I feel about that. Yeah. So, so it's just like having a clear head and <clears throat> being present and, you know, being the kids are only young for so long. And like, I have really appreciated the time with them. Yeah. Being home together. And like, I know <laughs> people are like, one day I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is a good example. The kids got pranks for Christmas, like little prank kits so they can do the <laughs> pranks. And we're, we didn't realize, we're like, yeah, they're going to prank their friends. We didn't realize we're the ones home with them. They're going to be pranking us all the freaking time. Like day two, we're like, enough of the pranks. Like, I can't take another prank right now. <laughs> I want to know who bought so them just the like, prank kit. We all did. Everyone did. When they... When they asked what they wanted, it was like prank kits. So like everyone got them pranks. There's so many pranks. Oh no! Are you happening. saying this was like a gifting theme for Christmas? It oh. was for Piper especially, but Lola's gotten right in on oh, it. Oh no! Prank, prank, yeah. So the only prank item that I owned as a child, my sister had a fake dog poop, like a little pile of poop. Yes. And I had. Oh, yep, that's definitely okay, still yeah. there. And I had fake vomit. Yeah, yep. and it was like sort of clear, and then it was chunky, and it was kind of like a greenish yellow, <laughs> like you would imagine, like bile to be colored. Yeah, ew. Um, yeah. Pepper jelly. Pepper jelly. It was pepper jelly colored. <laughs> I think we've just ruined pepper jelly for anyone who's gonna try it. <laughs> oh, yeah, same like, stuff. Whoopee cushions. Yeah, um, fart bomb. Do you, or fart bag? Do you have you heard of this fart bag? If, is a fart bag okay. not a whoopee cushion? <laughs> um, no, the fart bag is a stinky no! like fart bomb. Maybe it is a oh, fart bomb. bomb. Fart bomb. No. It's a bag of stinky smell, and you like put it in someone's room or their car, or and it just who stinks. the fuck it's bought gross. them that? I want to. I want to <laughs> know who bought them that. I think we all, I think my mom did, I think Robin did, and I think we did. So I think everyone got them a box of pranks. Yeah. I feel like maybe there's something that like sticks the toilet lid together. Yeah. Or you sit on it and it squirts you with water. And I'm like, please don't put this in the toilet and then like back in your room with all of your other pranks. Like, gross. I think I threw that one away. Oh, this is like deeply upsetting because I feel like you're describing <laughs> the plot of Gremlins or something. It was like they took the guy, yes. made it through quarantine, just okay. And then they got these fucking prank kits and it's like the Gremlins eating oh. after midnight or 10 o'clock or whatever it was. He, yes, Key and Peel have a great Gremlins skit about like they're in the writer's room and this new producer comes in for like gremlins five or something <laughs> random and he's like what's your idea of a gremlin like what's your type of gremlin and they all just say random <gasps> shit that they're coming up with 
and it's like those gremlins are actually in the movie and it's like it's like you get a gremlin you get a gremlin what's your gremlin it's so she's got a handbag yes but it doesn't match her shoes gremlins it's gremlin yep it's in the movie it's in the movie it's it was so funny so we'll put i was so sad when that show ended and i know jordan peele was like right i think on the edge of success with get out i don't think get out had happened yet maybe they had shot it but it wasn't really something like that and then you just realize that they were meant for such bigger things i think king of michael key is just like I have a huge crush on him. I just, he's one of those people who, yeah. if I bumped into in public, I would not be cool about it. And I don't feel like I get very starstruck. Um, I think you and sure. I both have been around enough, um, as they call them on set, talent to know that uh, talent. they're mm-hmm. not. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing special about him other than symmetrical facial features. Um, but he's yeah, it's very political. He did a sketch on that show, <laughs> and the the uh, the scenario was Andre three thousand and Big Boy from Outcast run into each other at a coffee shop <laughs> after having broken up, and it, oh my god, it... <laughs> he is of course Andre three thousand, and he's dressed like Peter Pan. And he's just like getting all up in uh, Jordan Peele's face, who's big boy. And it's just like such a great example of like how the straight man can be just as funny as the one who's kind of like acting out. Um, but yeah, shout out, shout out to yeah. Peele. That's I love that show. Yay. <laughs> oh my God. Hilarious. That's really funny. I know. I've been struggling. I read an article uh, maybe a week ago and it was talking about New Year's resolutions and it was saying that with the uncertainty coming in this next year, that it might be healthier to set intentions versus creating tangible tasks. Which I thought was super interesting. Um, Gretchen Rubin, who hosts a podcast called Happier, she co-hosts it with her sister, Liz. Um, I've been a fan for a long time. I feel like they're not as socially conscious as I would like. I, I get the impression that Gretchen is politically conservative, which is fine. She was a clerk for uh, former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. So obviously she's ah. conservative at some point in her life. Um, but they're just sort of like white ladies who can't. Like, I feel like they, they don't really address issues of, of social justice or even acknowledge them in the way that I would like. Um, when the election results finally came out, <laughs> Gretchen was like, what a relief to have it resolved for anyone who was feeling worried about it. I'm like, Gretchen, come on. But they used to have this thing that they would do and it was um, like 18 fun things to do in 2018, 19 fun things to do in 2019. So they would call it like, in, you know, 2020, it would be like 20 for 2020 is what they would call it. And I played the game in 2018 and I made a list of 18 things I wanted to do. I think I crossed off like seven. I was a little overly ambitious. I was like, go to France. You know, like I had all these like kind of over the top things that I did not do. Um, So then 2019, (laughs) I got more modest about it. And um, it was things like, go see my friend Diane who lives in Yucca Valley out in the desert and, you know, things like that. I didn't do one for 2020. I had a really weird New Year's last year. I just was in like the pit of despair. I just felt like I hadn't accomplished anything in my life. And 
I was taking inventory of how I was spending my time and I wasn't really happy with it. And I didn't feel like I was growing as a person. And I just cried for like three days. Literally, it was just like a very low moment. Marie, I had no fucking idea. <laughs> well, good thing because it all would have been That's canceled what I'm anyway. Saying, man, I feel like I I don't yes. know if like the way that animals run away before an earthquake. My like body was <laughs> telling me that this year was just going to be like more fucked up than I could have imagined. But I didn't make any wow. resolutions last year, and I have revisited that many many times in my mind of being like, thank God I didn't like set this yardstick that I was just going to like utterly fail against. So. Um, I love the idea that like what you're talking about with health, this idea of just like yeah. setting an intention around health. I feel like, um, yeah. you know, for me, I really want to get more involved in issues of social justice. So I think one of the things um, that I'm planning on doing is I'm going to donate to a different social justice nonprofit every month. Um, that has definitely been awesome. something that I used to be way more focused on. Um, and I just, I kind of let my attention, you know, move away from being really purposeful with giving. Um, And then the other thing that I want to do, I did this last night, the full moon was last night, um, Tuesday night. Yeah, it was officially full at 728 p.m. Um, But then it was like, we got a little bit of snow in our mountains. And so it was like sort of blowing. It was very magical. And I went out and I put my crystals out and... I just sort of like cut my hands and held them open. So one of my New Year's resolutions is to greet the full moon every month. Ooh, yeah. I love that. Um, and then beyond that, I'm not sure I want to hold myself to anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I make a resolution exactly. of getting a vaccine? Um, is that? <laughs> not sure I have control yes. over that, but I love me. I love me a vaccine if they want to spare one for me serious that's part of my uh bright spots spots. i love it (laughs) all right um so my bright spots for 2020 um in the news and what people were experiencing most of america uh support for the black lives matter movement grew which is amazing excuse me in 2016 um, it was reported 43% of American adults supported the movement. That number rose to about 67% over the summer. Um, uh, much accrediting the George Floyd murder and that just taking over social media and people being oh, home and yeah. watching it and seeing it happen live and, and seeing the movement just grow immediately. Um, so obviously there's way more work to be done. Um, and mentioned donating to... Um, charities that support social justice. Some are the Marsha P. Johnson Institute, which aims to protect and defend the human uh, rights of black transgender people, which I love. Um, The Bail Project, which works to prevent incarceration and combat uh, racial and economic disparities in the bail system, which is huge. And Movement for Black Lives, a coalition of more than 150 organizations that aim to transform communities, policy, and culture. That's heavy stuff but we gotta we gotta I, keep going 
keep it keep I the love that I also going. really feel like social media is kind of transforming to be more of a catalyst for change I feel like Facebook and the way that it was initially set up you know you could only see things if you were friends with the person and then they sort of expanded it to where you can see things in the news feed if someone who you know is tagged in it but it's still kind of this like closed circle and I feel like with TikTok I think what's interesting is it's all about exploration and discovery. And that to me is really cool because I feel like, especially obviously Gen Z more so, you know, I, I have watched TikTok right. videos on a browser, but I don't have the app. I don't have an account. Um, so I think naturally it's just skewing toward the younger generation, but I feel like they are really learning how to use it for activism and for awareness and for community building. And I think it's really cool to see these platforms yeah. kind of evolve where Twitter is a cesspool of hatred and ugliness. And people were like, okay, like Gen Z was like, yeah, okay, we've got something else now. Um, so I, I'm excited right. about that. Um, those are definitely bright spots. I love it, Marie. Yeah. <clears throat> um, another one I have... Um the election turnout for the election more than 156 million people voted the most ever in a u.s election we're getting rid of <laughs> fucking trump america elected joe biden and kamala harris the first obviously the first female the first black uh and South Asian American to serve as Kamala. vice president. I need to get me some Kamala merch. Will you hold me accountable for that? I need to. I need yeah. to get something just to like show my Kamala love. Totally. All right, I'm down. For I'll that. find us matching Kamala merch. I'll support. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, and one of Anne's intentions <laughs> for next year we got a vaccine stick me, um, me with it to actually yeah um biotech and pfizer uh rolled out a vaccine and and moderna were both approved for emergency use in the u.s hopefully getting everybody vaccinated okay. by the summer okay is the plan i think by next summer 2021 so um, I do know people, uh, what my sister-in-law's daughter is, uh, um, works in the lab at Cottage. And so she got hers, I think, yesterday. I saw a picture <gasps> of her. I'm so happy her, to hear this. Her first, I will, I will admit, shot. Marie, it has yeah. felt very far away. I don't know how else to say that. Like, yeah. I, I think part of that is just you and I are probably at the end of the line as far as frontline workers elderly people, people with right. uh, complicating factors, pre-existing conditions. Um, sure. And then there's the rest of us. So part of it is just like with the stimulus, I'm fine with it. I'm not getting any amount of money for the stimulus. So while I'm watching what's happening, it does not affect me materially. So I can just be happy with whatever extra money people get. Um, I kind of feel that way with the vaccine right. where I'm like, well, let me know. Let me know when you leave your house and I'll be ready for you to come over. Text <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me when you leave. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, that is definitely a bright spot. I love that. 
yeah, man. Um, yeah. So not all, not all ter- terrible in 2020, but still more. Work well, and I also sure. believe that um, as as there is the circle of life, so is there the circle of love and marriage. Do you want to share some fun fun yeah uh, fun thing you got to do? I was like fun news. No, you're already married. <laughs> so i got to preside over a friend's small outdoor wedding um in july um that's so so sweet when you say preside you mean you were the officiant yeah ah yes and that's the first time i've ever done that um did you write the vows that they would say to each other did they write their own vows how does that go um, a mix of both. And I think I said July, but it was really September. I think initially oh, they were sure. supposed to get married in July, but got po- postponed and it ended up happening in September. Um, but um, yes, I, I got to, we kind of just talked about the bride and groom talked about kind of what the struct, the kind of structure that they wanted, if they wanted any like um, sort of religious undertones or just sort of more spiritual um they wanted me to like give um, specifics of like um, how I played into their relationship. Oh. And they asked me to do the wedding. So like, yeah. So like stories of like how <clears throat> I each, I was friends of each of them with each of them both separately. And then also like as they were becoming a couple, which was kind of cool to get to talk about the whole um, evolution of their relationship and our friendships yeah and just seeing people go through really cool life changes and yeah that was really that fun and amazing beautiful. you were so gonna to remember get... the rest of your life and yeah. I, you know not that they would ever fade from uh being part of your life too but just that experience that they they shared with you that's so beautiful it's making me kind of emotional yeah, <laughs> yeah. love love finds awesome. a way <clears throat> Well, finds I a way. really feel like getting to restart the podcast this year was something that um, also kept me going. I think it's um, it's fun to be creative and think of stuff to talk about, but it's also just so fun to spend this time with you. Yes, I agree. That was I love you, girl. List. Happy love New Year's you. to everybody. We hope that you celebrate safely and uh, enjoy whatever wines you pop out, whatever appetizers. Hopefully it involves some caviar. <laughs> <laughs> and no <laughs> fart bombs. No, gosh, no. I hope I'm not, not on New Year's. Come on, girls. Give us a break. <laughs> Give us a break. Give Chet Hanks a break. 2021. All the pressure's on you. <laughs> Let's do this. Yep. Happy New Year. This has been Garage Thanks for listening.